Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Service Without Excuses podcast here for May the 11th of 2021. We're glad to be with you here today. I want to thank again our sponsors, Sotellus.com forward slash Robline. That's R-O-B-L-Y-O-N. That's uh, Sotellus.com forward slash Robline. They are a Cadillac of review management software. What I mean by a Cadillac is Cadillac is seen as a high-end vehicle and I feel this is the high-end vehicle for your business success. It certainly is for ours. We put our money where our mouth is in New Jersey's best. We pay, by the way. This was a question somebody said the other day. Oh, you bet you get your system for free. I do not, believe it or not. And I have no incentive unless somebody actually goes and gets the the, uh, the program so and signs up for it. So I personally pay the full price every month, not a discounted price, the full price every month because I believe in it so much. What that means to me is having great content, great information, great feedback from our customers, and we pray and we hope that they are great uh, pieces of uh, positive feedback. But we also realize sometimes we won't be able to do it, and it gives us the ability to fix it, to fall on our own sword, and to make something uh, work. But what really is the most important part to me is it gives us true credibility on the street. You know how I am about reviews. You know the book I have coming up, Welcome to the Review Society, is going to be part of that and really get have a deep dive into it. It's going to talk more about the uh, customer's psyche and, and why people buy and how it benefits service businesses like you that listen to this podcast. So we want to welcome you again to a brand new episode. And this one is really hits home. And I hear this discussion over and over again. And this is why I decided to bring it up. It's employees, 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 employees. I can't find anybody. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. The government is giving out more money than I can. And this is awful. And I can't hire anybody. And this is it. And, and, and on and on. Listen, you're not totally wrong. So I won't say you're crying on your own tears here because you have some benefit. The government is giving people incentive to sit at home. That's a fact. We all know that. We're not going to lie around that. Now, if you're in New Jersey and it's an expensive state to live in, and let's say you're getting, I think, uh, you know, you're getting $19 an hour here to start with in in an entry-level position. You're still above the minimum wage. Now, people that are sitting at home right now are getting 17 something an hour. In New Jersey, not a big deal. You can compete with that, even though it sucks because it is lateral. So it goes up. So if it's 17 something an hour there to get you to come to work, you're probably going to pay $23, $24, which could be very, a lot, a very big burden on your business to start with, even in New Jersey, no question. But if you're in the middle of uh, middle America, you're in the Midwest somewhere, and the average starting rate is $13, $14 an hour because the cost of living is much lower. That's a problem because they're paying you literally 4 to $5 more per an hour to sit at home and do absolutely squat. So that is an issue. And it's a real issue. So I thought about this and thought about some incentive systems you could do to entice employees. Some things that worked for me personally in the past. Things that done, you know, again, personal experience, not what I've read, not what I've even talked to other friends and colleagues about. What has worked well for me? I always believe in incentives, okay? People think that they come to work for you because of the pay, and that is important. Compensation is important, but compensation is not always financial, and not always financial in the pocket end of it. It can be financial in other ways, too, as well. You have to look at the reason, the why, as Simon Sinek always talks about, the why somebody does something, why somebody decides to go into it. I talked about this before in a podcast. I had a uh, customer, potential customer, never did work out, and, and it probably was a good thing, that had me come out and take a look at his setup and said, you know what? I need to get off the truck. I'm 60 years old. I'm laying flooring. I'm laying carpeting, and I need a change. I need to get the hell off the floor. 
It's beating me down too bad. My body's aching every day. I can't even get out of bed. It's a problem. I look at it and say, okay, that's fine. Um, let's come out and take a look at what you're doing. So I go out there and look at the job site. And if you remember this story, you know, just bear with me throughout it. And he is going at it like a rock star. I mean, he is moving stuff and he's going at it. He probably all piped up on caffeine and the leave at that point. And he is just, just an animal when it comes to setting things up. But what I witnessed very quickly is he was the guy doing it. And when other people were not reading his brain, reading his mind ahead of time, he got kind of nasty. He didn't get, you know, I mean, listen, not everybody's going to be cut out for every job. We get that. We've hired people that just do not cut out for it. And you have to cut the cord and make a change. You're doing a, both of you a favor by doing that. And, you know, he's just he's just going at it with them and, and, and yelling and barking. And I call it barking because it's it's almost undistinguishable. You can't really you'll totally understand what he's even saying at this point. But he's just, you know, not happy that things are not going. But you have to read his brain. And I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the body chemistry from him. And I'm looking at the body chemistry from the person that works for him. And I see there is a massive disconnect and that he never properly explained to the technician, how to do the job correctly. He might have been barking things over and over at him, over and over again, thinking, I'll just bark at him and he'll get it. Well, dog barks say you eventually you become numb to the bark because it just gets annoying and you don't want to deal with it anymore. People are no different. People still think the same way. So, you know, they don't adapt to that. That's not a good way to get somebody to work for you, especially now. Now, the other thing you hear is millennials, 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 they don't want to work. They don't want to work. They're lazy. They're not. That's bullshit. Okay. Not the guy to sell that to. Now, every generation has been called lazy by the previous generation. If you doubt it, look it up, my friends. It's fact. Every generation is different. That's why they're called Generation Z, Generation X, millennials, whatever, by baby boomers, believe me, they were called lazy by their predecessors, okay? So don't think that you're very unique to it, that this is time. You're just living it in the time and living it in the moment and going, they're really useless. It's just not true, all right? So going back to Simon Sinek's why theory, why somebody does something, you have to look at what what benefits them, what makes them work. I've managed hundreds of them over the years, hundreds of millennials over the years, okay? So I think I could talk from experience. Everybody has a certain talent. Everybody has something the other person doesn't have. To a millennial, they look at purpose and meaning and uh, impact, not necessarily the financial gain. Now, people say, well, they'll jump from from one to another, probably because you've never given them any other uh, emotional capital into it. You've never said, listen, you're really good at this. I appreciate it. You, you know, you're doing a great job and, and reward them if they're, if they're doing a great job. And if they're not correct it now, correcting doesn't mean you bark at them. Correcting means you correct it. You say, Hey, maybe I'm, you're not totally sure about this. And you go around and around and have a process in place to explain things to people. And you're saying, well, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy doing this. You don't not have time for it. All right. This is your infrastructure, your business. This is the framework of your house. You're not going to purposely let something in your house rot because you don't want to deal with it. You're going to fix the problem before it becomes cancerous and starts eating away at the rest of your house. Well, if you don't fix the problem with with an employee, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get, you know, more hostile. So find out what the problem is. Have things in place and how to mentor people. Mentor is the key word, folks. If you're listening to this, remember this, write this down. 
learn how to be a good mentor. If you want to hire, maintain, grow, and develop employees today, be a good mentor. All right? Learn it and live it. And if you don't, get somebody else to do it because that's the way it is today. Okay? So here is the other problem that uh, people are saying. Saying, I can't get anybody to come to work because of the financial thing. You know, they're paying 17 something an hour to sit at home. Why would they ever want to come work for me? I can pay them maybe the same, maybe a little bit less, but they're getting a check from the government. I can't compete against that. Here's the thing. People are naturally industrious and ambitious. And if you say they're not, I will, I will, <laughs> I will tell you you're a moron, okay? Because even a drug dealer is ambitious to sell the drugs. So when you say, oh, they're dealing drugs, they're just lazy. They're not lazy. It's hard work. They're out there at all hours with crazy hostile situations. I don't know from personal knowledge, but I, I know from enough to know that that's a real situation. So everybody has the drive to, to survive, to thrive, and be ambitious. Some have it stronger than others, but everybody has it. Okay. It's just fact. You're going to, you want to survive. You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, cut your legs off at the same time. You want to make sure that you have some sustainability when it comes to it. My opinion at this point, and this is going to be first of probably a number of different podcast episodes, will be to take these people and tech, first of all, talk to the people in house, talk to the people that are closest to you. See, do you have friends, relatives, people of influence, people you think would be good for this job? bring them in, let's talk to them, and try a recruitment process. And here's the thing, put incentives in place. Say, if I get somebody that you have that works out over a period of time, I'm not going to give you any incentive right off the bat. They got to work out for at least 30 days or so. Put a timeline on it, tangible, attainable timeline. Don't make it six months. Don't say, um, you know, it could be 90 days. I, I wouldn't go any further than that because at that point, they're already invested in the business pretty good. But I wouldn't do 30 days either at the same time. Um Look at it and, and say, you know, if you bring in somebody in that you think would be a good fit, here's what you could do to convince them. Because when you're telling your friends, they're going to say, listen, man, I'm collecting a check. Government's hand out money. Why would I not do this? My parents say I'm stupid, whatever. Your parents ain't giving you the best advice, by the way. And you can say to them, listen, company's growing. We've had a tough time finding the right people. You know, the, uh, the pandemic has made it very difficult to find the right people. Uh, the financial gains that the government is at the financial checks the government is just throwing out there have made it even more difficult to find people. However, it's going to go away. It may not go away tomorrow. It's going to go away in the next 30 to 45 days, in my opinion, from this date. I think they're just going to cut the cord. All right. So you need to be ahead of that, 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 that rush of people looking for work in the country. Therein lies the other key. You want to be on the quote-unquote ground floor. Now, some people say that saying is cheap. It's not cheap because even if your business is well-established, doing very well, maybe did very well last year, you're still going to continue to sustain that growth. And as the business, the country roars back open, um, they're going to hire and need more people. And if you're in the technical side of it, the service side, it's not somebody you can just take off the street and say, here's what you do. Even in a carpet cleaning, I can't put somebody in a truck two or three days and say, here you go. Not the way we do it here at New Jersey's Best. It's not possible. We have systems and procedures in place that have to be learned and lived. And even if you learn it quickly in a week or two, you have to live it and get it as part of your daily execution of how your duties are here at New Jersey's Best. So look at it from the standpoint that these people can get in early before the rest of the fold comes in. An example of that is been a musician my whole life, okay? But before I was able to play music, as a young kid, I might have been rattling on the guitar or something a little bit. And um, 
And uh, I went to see a concert. I can remember, I can visually picture this. And most of you, by the way, can visually picture this because you've either probably done it or thought about doing it. You ever get, you know, in the, in the, uh, the, you find a side door or back door where somebody says, hey, come on in, or somebody knows somebody in the band or maybe at the facility. Well, that was, that was what happened. So you go in there, you go in through a side door, you get a little VIP pass. You get the pass going on, you're walking through the hallways, you're seeing all the gear and all the road cases in the hallway. It's awesome, man. You're like, oh my God, I'm here. This is great. And you go in and you walk to the front of where the stage is. You're not on the stage, you're in the front. And the band that you're there to see, that are your idols, you're you're just enamored with this this musical group, with this band, with these fantastic musicians. You're front row, and nobody's around you. Maybe two or three other people, but generally it's you. And you're sitting there watching the soundcheck. Maybe you get to say hi to the band members, wave something. You feel euphoric. This is awesome. You're out there pretty much by yourself. You got the front door VIP pass. And then you hear the doors open. Everybody starts running in to see the concert, to get their place. And my friend, you're at the front of the place. You're at the front of the stage. You're not going anywhere. And you say to yourself, I better not move. I'm already here in the front. If I go to the back to get a drink or something, I'm probably not going to get my place. But I stay here. Everybody gets acclimated with each other. They're all going to know I'm here. I can get back to the front. It's fine. But if I leave right now, it's off. I've already got my front door opportunity right here. Make sure you teach your future prospects that they are they have a front door opportunity here. They're in first before other people are. Make sure there's incentives into place. Like I said, take them out over a period of time and say, your friend comes in and works out. I will incentivize not only you, but him to stay. It doesn't have to be a great amount of money. The incentive doesn't even have to be money. It could be um, a, a trip. It could be something you can completely and legitimately write off in your business as a bonus program for your employees. Think about incentive programs to do it. And the incentive could be just simple. You want to be in here early on because when everybody else rushes to the door, they're all going to be in second. You're going to be in a better position to move up and grow with the company. Very, very simple, easy way to implement the uh, the uh, front door strategy. You're the first in line. You've got the VIP treatment. You're in there. You're treated as its own VIP. Now, when it comes to training and mentoring, you have to be good at this mentoring thing. You have to make sure the people that are in there, once they're in there, you properly manage. One of the big things I work with companies in my own consulting and coaching business that have the biggest struggles, many people are lousy managers. Even with college degrees in management, they tend to suck at it. It's just because you can't learn it in an in a, in a education setting. You can learn theory in an education setting. You can't learn real-world applicable you know, things you can apply out there every single day. You have to learn it from experience. And this is the key to, to growing your business is, is having those people that are good at mentoring. If you're barking orders at employees, you're not going to keep them. They're going to go somewhere else, or they'll go back on unemployment, worse yet, and which is a burden and strain. And by the way, we're all paying for it, so you sh- it should bother you if it doesn't. Um, look at it from the standpoint of what can this person bring value to? In my business, each person has their own key skills. Some are very good at leadership. So let's just say, hypothetically, you have a person that comes in, he has a friend that just got out of the military. He's been in the military four years, served his country, and thank him very much for that, or her very much for that. But- 
they've they've honorably served their country and they come in. Well, they have natural follow through or standard operating procedures mindset in the first place. So what that means in layman's terms, it's called SOPS and it's short for standard operating procedures. They understand that everything is a procedure and has to be done thoroughly or there are major consequences to those not doing that. They have that mentality. They might be great leaders. They might be good uh, foremen. They might be good uh, leads. They might be very good at uh, being managers, you know, develop these people on the skills they have. And by the way, that's what the millennial generation in particular thrives for, meaning and uh, and success and purpose to what they're doing. And you may laugh about that. Don't laugh. That's your hiring pool. And it's a very good hiring pool if you know how to mentor them and work with them correctly. Very, very important, guys, to take these things to concepts. What I'm telling you here right now will work. It's not a maybe. It's not a freaking theory. It's not a I'm not sure, Rob, you don't know the complexities. I do. I've managed hundreds of employees over the years, many of them millennials and many of them even older than that. However, don't, I'm not the guy to be told, you know, it doesn't work. It works, you know, but you have to work it too. You have to put the path, the, the, you have to put the foot forward. You can't be the 60 year old codger that is saying, you know, you guys suck. You're not doing the job right. You're an idiot. You're that. Nobody wants to hear that. They'll walk away. They'll go to somebody else that will mentor them correctly, will treat them. So give incentives to find people that are good. Incentives are everything from you're on the ground floor opportunity to you're on the ground floor opportunity. And if we pass 90 days, each of us get blank. All right. Don't make anything crazy. Have it has to be something attainable. It has to be something big enough to give them a real incentive to do it. You can do this. And by the way, that will start the recruiting process of getting the good, right, quality, incentivized, and properly motivated employees in your door right now you know even with all this money being put in because guys it's going away and that has to be told to everybody it's going to go away country can't sustain it we'd be broke we'd be a third world country without shutting that off soon and i don't go into politics and say that's what some people's motives are i don't believe that i believe the motives are to still be a capitalistic society and grow and 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 everybody have the option to be somebody of tomorrow I fully believe that. That's why I believe we're the greatest country in the world. It doesn't mean other countries are not phenomenal. I just believe we are looked at upon the world, and I know we are looked at upon the world as the leader and the example of how to do it right. And uh, think about that same philosophy and thought process when it comes to hiring and managing your employees. You know, mentor them, find out their skills, find out what they're really good at, and develop them, put an incentive program in place to do it. Teach them and and mentor them on the benefits of what they're doing. If they're doing something wrong, train them. Go back to it and say, all right, let's try this again. Maybe I didn't I didn't explain it right, so let's try this. Don't bark at somebody and say, you're an idiot, you shouldn't be here. That doesn't serve any purpose at good at all, especially with the current hiring generation. I'm not telling you to, to patsy around it. I'm just saying put your motivational skills in place and try and get the most out of somebody. You may be one word away from getting the perfect employee that you thought was just shit, just wasn't good, but they might be one word away from being that perfect employee. So think about that. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on the Service Without Excuses podcast. We're going to talk in this more in detail because this is a broad subject. A lot of people ask me to talk about it here on the podcast and it's just something that you could take in actionable right now. And please don't say or discount the advice before you try it. If you're saying, oh, Rob, I've tried all this. I don't want to do it. 
I tried. It just doesn't work. Bullshit. All right. Simple bullshit. All right. You haven't tried because it does work and people are doing it every single day to motivate people and getting them back into the fold. We are naturally ambitious, driven people in America. I can't say for other countries, but I can tell you even there for the most part, it's the same thing. We have the will and desire to survive and to thrive. And some people have it stronger than others. Some people don't. And I want you to think and take this little example. You know, people say, oh, not that I condone this at any way, but this this guy's selling drugs because he's lazy. Well, he's not selling drugs because he's lazy, just selling drugs because he wants to sell drugs. He thinks that's the right path to be there. The thing is, it's not an easy job. It's a dangerous job, number one. And number two, it's a hardworking job with, for the most part, low pay unless you're up the chain. So you're going out there selling stuff that can get you pinched and arrested at the drop of a dime. So it's not easy work. It's mentally taxing, and it can be physically taxing with long hours. That person is labeled as lazy? My ass. It's not. That person just needs to be redirected in a positive mode. You take that person out of that and say, hey, listen, here's a better job. Here's something with a future to it. Here's something legal, legit, and you can grow with it. And it doesn't have a uh, funnel door down. It has an upside to it. Nothing but upside if you put the effort into it. So please don't try and tell me personally that they don't want to work and this is it. I'm just the wrong guy. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly with Simon Sinek on this one, that you have to find, train, motivate, develop, and build the proper people in your organization. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Service Without Excuses podcast here today. Again, sponsored by Sotellus, sotellus.com forward slash Rob Lyon, R-O-B-L-Y-U-N. Go ahead and check them out. They are, again, the Cadillac of Review Management Software. They are awesome at getting great feedback to the right people that are interested in hiring you for your reputation and not for uh, your cost or your investment. They realize the investment is worth it when they hire you because of what others have said. It clears out a lot of the people that just don't want to spend any money, You know, don't want to invest in having the job done right. Keyword invest. It's not a cost. It's an investment. So when they're hiring you for your company, whether you're doing a plumbing service job, landscaping job, painter job, carpet cleaner job, disaster restoration, they're hiring you for the mentality that you have and the benefits and values that you bring to them, the end consumer at the end of the day. So guys, again, check a look, take a look at Sotellus.com forward slash Rob Lyon. And it's, it's a great program. And again, like I said before, we pay full price for it. We insist on paying full price for it. They do sponsor the program. And I don't look for any freebies. I look for people that I think build automation for tomorrow and make your life easier to to partner with. Again, thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. 